But I got. Hold on one second. Yeah, do you? Hey, can I get a test from you? Yes, yes. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. Okay. You know what? I got an idea for mine. It's an old school <laughs> white shit, but I'm going to bust, bust it anyway. All right. I got it. All right. Let's go. Yeah. Your two dudes are looking around like, hey, what the fuck is this? Right yeah. Nah, that's cool, man. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. They're like, all these old hey, motherfuckers. Hey, the, the, the dude in El Gora, he's like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> They're like, these old motherfuckers. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ. What is that? This is an old folks home? What is this? Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> Oh, I need to fucking do something young, and as soon as I get out of here, my break, my break my hip in here. Right, my break your hip in here. Yeah, one of these old timers. Uh, can they? They need soft food, or what are we doing? You guys insure? You guys need some insure shakes around here? Right, I'm gonna be eating some shit that you have to chew. All right, it's cool. Um, we're looking good. It's now. Frank Sinatra's illegitimate child is in charge at this point. He's doing it his way, huh? Yep. That's the audio <laughs> fucking master right there, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, he don't even crack a smile. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Please. Oh, I know what We're you're ready. thinking. We're oh, ready. Oh, I know what you're thinking. But you know what, man? I it might not even be. Let's see. Let me see if I can find what I think it is. Okay. Uh, here we go. I got, tell me when you're ready. I'm ready. This is Schmitty, and I work for, the, I don't work for, hi, this is Schmitty, and I work for, I work for our luck show. I don't care. Please listen to our podcast. Please. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you tuned into the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show. Coming at you from the Pico Youth Center in the city of Santa Monica. Sitting across from me, my co-host and partner, Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian. Some of that old white shit once again. Come on! What you know about that, young buck? What you know about George Harrison, young buck? Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Not too much. Yeah. And oh shit! On sound. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, blue eyes himself. Jiggling his niblets. You will not be able to Come. stay home. Bro. That's right. Come on. This revolution will not be televised. You will not uh-huh. be able yeah. to Yeah. Sean Lewis, audio professional, engineer. You will uh. not be able For the to hard lose yourself. That's it. Come on. During commercials because hey. the revolution yeah. will not be televised. He's popping, locking. Stop that. 
How many fucking Is your arms broken bro How you dance like that man Yeah what's up Hey don't drop your pants That's disgusting We don't want to see that up in here Come on man Let's keep it It's a family show We got a special guest In today Hey From South LA area From the Cudahy area Yes sir Los Angeles By any means Welcome to the show my brother Yeah Thank you, thank you, thank you. Very talented, it. talented artist. And you brought in your team with you today. Yes, so sir. Like to introduce you. Oh, introduce them. I got uh, I got Doughboy IE. Doughboy IE. And uh, I got Wolf. And Wolf. Checking in, checking in. Yeah. Doughboy IE from Bloomington, California. We're coming out the uh, uh, IE 909. And uh, we're just showing love, you know what I'm saying? Okay. That's it. Yeah. And Wolf. Yes sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is the Wolf right here, you know, coming out of Bloomington, California. Inland Empire too. Shout out to LA, you know. Yeah. Right here, out here chilling. Yeah. Wolf. You got huh? the I E yes, in the house. Why not? The 909. Lo- why not Lobo? Why is it Wolf? Come on. Wolf man. Let's go. Tell me what it is. I don't know, man. Hangs I, around I, a lot. I like of, it. You know? Hangs around a lot of natives. Yeah. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. Yes, Are, you Are you a shapeshifter? Are you a shapeshifter? Low key, you know. You got to just keep it on the low, oh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it on the low, lobo. All right, yeah. I got you. All right. <laughs> now, now, let yeah. me ask something. So you're coming out of you're, you're from the Cudahy area, yes, sir. Correct? Born and raised. Born, Born and raised. And, and you met these gentlemen out of the IE. Were you over there? Where they came, saw you? Um, How did you guys all link up? Well. Wolf is, um, I met Wolf through my cousin, and uh, they're real good friends, and then, you know, I linked up with Wolf, we became real good friends, we're pretty much family at this point, we've been running around together for about five years, Yeah. Mm. and um, Doughboy's, he grew up with, with Wolf, and you know, so it just all connected. You know all connected, yeah. and how does Hazard, how does Hazard enter the whole thing, because Hazard's from out that way. Oh, um, I know Hazard from like the... Um, you know, just like the internet and just running into him at, at different events and stuff. And um, he speaks highly of you. Yeah, that's what's up. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, he speaks very high. And we think real highly of Hazard. Yeah, nah, yeah. He's, he's super talented, man. And, um, you know, I shared his video that went viral. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it it, it it took him out of here. You know, yeah. and that's dope that um, I was able to even be a part of helping somebody, you know, achieve what they want to achieve. By the way, yeah. uh, Hazard is checking in right now. He has something to say. Tell Hazard I Yo, said. it's Hazard to the fucking mic. You want a hard luck show? Go to hardluckshow.com <laughs> or any of your streaming platforms. Make sure you check these crazy motherfuckers out. Yeah. 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 So there he goes. There he He's goes. the guy responsible for this. Huh? Yeah, Hazard, you're responsible I for was, this. I was talking to uh, any means, and we were, we were talking on the phone last weekend. And uh, I was like, all right. And he was telling me about his music. I, I wasn't informed. And I'm like, all right, let me go peep him out and. And then I started looking at your music, and I was, like, blown away with the videos, the amount of music, the production of the music. Yeah. Um, you're rapping, and you're, you know? And I was like, <clears throat> how the fuck didn't I know of this guy? How come I'd never heard of this gentleman, man? <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, man, I was, I was like, I watched, like, five or six of your videos. Dope, and dope. I watched a couple, a couple times. Dope, how long dope. have you been, you been at it? But, uh, um... Man, I have a, I have an interesting story. You know, what I mean, I've I've been rapping over ten years at this point. Um, and when I came in, I I, I was uh, I was signed to Gorilla Black's label. I'm not sure if you guys remember him. I remember Gorilla Black. Yeah, I was yeah. signed to his label for about maybe three years, and then um, you know, things ain't really. You know, the biggest thing about the record labels is they don't know what to do with Mexican artists. They, Why is that? Um, they don't understand. They don't understand the demographic. They don't understand the culture. They don't mm-hmm. understand the um street game. You know what I'm saying? Um. 
you know, the biggest thing about us, and when I say us, I mean Chicanos and and natives, because um, for people that don't know, I'm half Native American. Okay. What kind? Um, I'm a Lasagna from Palmer Valley. All right. Yeah. I'm Oneida. Oh, okay. And Jamestown Scalala. That's what's up. Yeah, no, I'm, I, and I'm federally recognized and all that. I'm enrolled in my tribe. I'm enrolled in my tribe as well. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Card carrying motherfucker like right this, in bro. Savage, That's bro. That's awesome. Um, you know, my, my, my heifer, she came from the reservation when she was 20 because um in the 70s, they used to have a work program where they shipped out natives to like different big cities. Mm-hmm. And um, Cudahy, Bell Gardens area was a, was a hub where they sent That's big uh, pick money. native people. Yeah. Okay. So my mom ended up in Cudahy and she met my father. My father's wow. a full-blood Mexican, Chicano, so... That's, you know, where my bloodline comes from. And a lot from. of Chicanos oh, yeah. have Indian blood in well, them. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, a, a Mexican on. is, is a native. Indian, That's exactly right. what we are. You right. Know, Even though I'm married to a Guatemalan and some of her relatives, they really focus on the Spanish side. Yeah. Like, they're always talking about somebody got red hair in the family or whatever. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, not to cut you off. but um, You know, I think... I think um, we need to get more in touch with our indigenous roots because, you know, if you really want to bust it down, like Spanish is not our language. Right? That's that, right. That was a language that was forced upon us right. through colonization, European. rape, yeah. murder. Yeah. Right. Um, And like I said, you know, we, we take a lot of pride in that. But I, I don't think a lot of us really know the story and the history that comes with that. You know, that that that's not our... our uh, that that that's not our, our lineage or, or or our grassroots. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, right. Like the Indios in yeah. South America weren't speaking Spanish when mm-hmm. fucking Columbus showed up. Yeah, they were right. speaking a completely different language. Correct. You know what I mean? So you know, um, and, and that's why I think it's weird because you know if you go to certain reservations, you see like um natives and and, and Chicanos kind of going at it with each other, and you know that that's for just lack of knowledge and, and understanding Ignorant. where we all come from. Yeah. You know mm. what I'm saying? Ignorance. So yeah. yeah. Well, it is interesting because California is a special state. Like, if you go up in the Northeast, you go up in the Northwest, or even Omaha, right? Yeah. That's an Indian word. Mm-hmm. Okay? You go over there. But in, in, in California, a lot of the towns and everything is Spanish. Yeah. And you, you don't really think about it until you start thinking, like, wait, wait a minute. Why are they called the San Gabrielino Indians? There was no St. Gabriel of the Indios. Right, yeah, right, right. What the fuck is that? Well, they, they were colonized. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and Well... The Catholic Church, yeah, right, came through and was in California long before England, long before France. Yeah, yeah, like, they came in with they came in with um, with Columbus. And the Catholic Church, Spain didn't have enough money to populate all the land that they were starting to find, so the King of Spain made a deal with the Catholic Church, and they're going to make a Jesuit state, a Catholic. Think about this: a Catholic state in the New World. Spain would have control of a certain portion and the Jesuits would be able to control whatever up north. And that's why there was the all trail. this. Yeah. And that's why the missions the mission were put trail. in. Yeah. And that's why the priests are the ones that actually dealt with the Indians of that area and whatever. And that all was lost when Mexico de- declared independence from Spain and the Spanish priests destroyed all the records. Yeah, because um, the reservation I'm from, there's an actual mission there. So you right. know, where, where I'm from is pretty much ground zero to where the Spaniards settled. There used to be like 3,000 tribes where I come from, and now there's only wow. four of them. Right. Yeah, and, 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 and if you read the accounts, it, ver- it varies, but it's about you know 2 to 10% of the Indians alive today, and you might even be including mixed in that, mm-hmm. is what was actually in existence before Columbus showed up. 
the massive loss of people in a way. Yeah, literally a holocaust. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah genocide. Right, yeah. right. So that brings you to growing up in the Cudahy area. Mm-hmm. And you st- tell, us, tell us a little bit about your story. Um, right. Man, you know, it ain't no different from every, you know, everybody that come from where we come from. You know, I, I grew up in a hotel like pretty much my whole life. Wait, 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 wait. Slow down right there. What do you mean you grew up? Because we got people that listen that, that aren't in the in our core audience. So what okay. do you mean you grew up in a hotel? Um, you know, my mom's couldn't afford rent like that. You know what I mean? And um so she was the only thing she could afford was like a hotel room. And, you know, to be funky, she couldn't even afford that at times. So there was times where like, you know, we'd have to like pick up and move because she couldn't afford to pay the rent. You know what I'm saying? So I just grew up in motels pretty much my whole life. And so how many of there were you in the motel? Is it a hotel or motel? I was a motel. Right. So (laughs) there's a difference. People don't know the difference. Yeah. What's the difference? Why is Um, there a mo in a hotel? I want to say the the, the hotels are more, um, they have like um, people that clean them and stuff, right? That's what makes it different. There's and, that and, and, and less use, amenities. So exactly. motel has less amenities. Yeah, right. And the motel sometimes, I, from my experience, right, also have um, it's a it's more for a week, like long stays yeah. and stuff like that. Hotel yeah. like Holiday Inn and all that fucking bullshit. That's like you're just on vacation. Mm-hmm. Motels more along yeah. the lines of like I can't afford to go ahead. Hotels derivative from home and motels derivative from motor. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So it's right. a motor in and then a hotel yeah. to the Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. So how many of there were you in the motel room, man? Um, well, it was me and my it was me and my mom for the most part, and then I ended up having a brother. Um he came maybe ten years later. So you know, by the time he came, I wanna say our situation was getting a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So he probably didn't see as much that he I He didn't seen. have so much of the hard stuff. No, but he, I mean, he still had a good issue. Though, <laughs> right, 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 right. He had a, he had a sufficient Things weren't issue. popping or nothing. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah, your yeah. mom cook in the motel? Um, yeah. yeah what, you know, what, was, what was she cooking? What, was, what were you guys eating over there? Man, you know, whatever she could really put together, man. Sometimes just hamburger meat with, with, with vegetables in it. You know, sometimes just fucking cornbread and grapes, you know? Yep. It, it, it just sounds varies, good. Bro. Cornbread and grapes uh, sounds yeah. good. Bologna and tortilla. Yeah, exactly. You know, fucking... Corn tortillas and butter, bro. Yep, you know, yep, shit like yep, that. You yep, know what I'm saying? Man. All right. So you're in the motel. You're doing those things, brother. It's getting a little bit better. What's the next level up? I start selling crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. right. The money just starts rolling in. Well, I, I wouldn't say it, it started rolling in, but, it, you know, I was able to sustain myself at that point, you know, because, um, like, you know, my mom, my, you know, I grew up in the crack era. So, you know, at some point my mom started smoking crack. You Damn. know what I'm saying? Okay. And, um. I you know I had my brother I, I raised my brother probably the first five years of his life like literally raised him, um and you know a motherfucker just had to go out there and get it you know what I'm saying and, and at the time that's how we got it we so rock you know well what I'm well well yeah. so so in some ways Tupac has a similar journey right his yeah. mom was big in the Black Panthers but she had a drug run in her too yeah so what is it that because a lot of people think about the crack game and blah, blah blah but having your mom on the thing and then also having to make your money. What are some reality checks that most people don't know about in terms of selling crack and having relatives on crack? I, you know, the biggest part for me was the embarrassment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, my mom would be copying where I'm selling. Right. And, and there's right. dudes yeah, selling right, to right, her. Right, you feel right, what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. Man. And, and You're people, dealing with these dudes and a yeah. couple of them are selling to your mom. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. And it's like. You know, you feel a way about it, but, you know, that's a part of the game. And on top of that, you're not necessarily, well, I wasn't uh, really a man yet, so mm-hmm. 
you know, my my moral value was a little, I don't want to say off, but it just wasn't matured yet or developed yet. Exactly. So, you know. Was there an an awkwardness or an etiquette to, if your mom's going to cop from some guy, but you're also kind of working next to him or whatever you're doing, is there an etiquette to it? Like you guys just don't talk about it? How's that work? Well, as long as ain't nobody pressing her or taking some, then we good. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know, definitely wasn't nothing that we're going to talk about. Right, you know right, saying? right. You got to step away when that. Yeah, happens, just kind right? of like an unspoken respect. Right. You know did you saying? did you ever at certain times step in to help out in case there, maybe there was a shortfall or there was a whatever, and you said, "Nah, this is I'm going to take care of this and pay this or do." Oh that. yeah, yeah, many a time, man. You know, there was times where. You know, and I'm transparent in my journey, bro, so I'm not ashamed of my life, you know. Right. But right. There, there there was times where I had to pick up debts for my mom or, right. you know, just, you know, moms are strung out, bro. That's just you what it is. squash you know? it. What yeah. does it do to a young man to see your mom? Because my dad was an alcoholic. My mom wasn't even in my life. Yeah. All right? I'm zero. I'm not even a stepmom. Yeah. Okay. So, And I grew up on the reservation. Okay. So it's a crazy life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when I'm asking all these questions, it ain't. I'm not asking it from a place of not knowing some hardship. Yeah. But I also want people who who maybe don't know or are ashamed of where they came from, whatever, to hear grown men talk about these things. Yeah. So in a real sense, what does it do to the heart of a young man to watch his parent struggle with um, a substance like that? I think at some point you just you just don't really care no more. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, well, once you get involved in that lifestyle and you really start getting exposed to it and you just start to see the shootings and the killings and the beatings and the prostitution and the, you know, women sucking dick to get the shit. And you, you just become immune to it after a while. And it just, you know, it just doesn't mean shit no more. You know yeah, but does that fuck you up for caring about other things? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, growing up as as, as a man, I, I, I began to deal with the traumas, you know, and, and a lot of the traumas began to show in my relationships with women because, you know, uh, there was always a longing for a woman figure there that I never really necessarily had. So I think, you know, before I, before I began to deal with the issues and learn how to cope with them, I, I had a lot of anger towards women. Right. So, sure, sure. um... Can you, you identify with that, Steve? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. How would I, mean, I know? For me, I identify. I, I might still a little bit identify with of that. Of course, because you, your your relationship with your mother is gonna in ways mimic your relationship with women, right? Whether it be bad or good, it's gonna mold into how you see it. Yeah. And my mom wanted us there all the time. No sleeping out. No, she was like we were parenting my mom. Yeah. So every time she'd cry and break down, she'd want us to. So now that translates into life that when a woman is needy, I want to go the other way. Yeah. When they start crying, they're at, they say, why don't you put your arm around me? Because it makes me uncomfortable. I don't like that. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, exactly. It, it mismorphs in a different type of way. Right. So I can only imagine from this situation he's telling me, there's probably a lot. And it probably didn't settle on one. It goes through different Yeah, no, I had a, I, many failed relationships. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. you too. Yeah. You know, you two not having a mom makes you love women, but you hate women. Like, there's a whole thing. I mean, Man. It's right? like, you, you, you know, it's like you, you, you care for them and you love them and, and, and you long for this attention from them. But then when you get it, it's like... I don't need this shit. Fuck right, you. dude. You know what I'm it's a love hate thing. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. yeah. you don't know how to receive it, yeah. and let you probably don't know how to give it either. You, you know, know what? Yeah. I'll tell you one of the ways that it manifests in me, and it still manifested as dead, and I'm working on it. Is I don't know where the line is because sometimes when a woman complains to me, you might have seen it on the last show. Mm-hmm. 
when the women complain to me about something in their life, my, something black goes across my heart, and I'm like, don't, <laughs> Shut don't, the don't. fuck up, That's, man. No, come on. Just, There's a lot of guys like that. You're like, you're complaining about what you went through at the hands of a man? Let me tell you what a woman can do to yeah, a young right, man. Right, exactly. You feel like you need to fucking set it, it straight. Right. Yeah. Like, it, this victimization shit ain't yeah, just one yeah, yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's panning out in different ways for everybody. I would right. imagine, bro. Nah, you know, and, and and that's the thing with society is I, I feel like men don't really get the the just due that we deserve. You know, we're um we're the providers, we're the builders, we're the emotional backbone for the women. You know, I know they say uh, uh behind every good man is a good woman, but in reality, like we're really the ones putting up with everything, and there's nobody there to. To coxie us or cater to us or nothing well, like that. well, to your point, right? And I can see where a young man had to step in and be the father and the mother for his brother. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. In a situation, parent, brother, mother, all the old all people. of that, right? I could see where you could get the feeling, and I've got the same feeling, which is like, hey, like, where's our accolades as guys? Because we should have been broken by what happened, and here we are still doing. Yeah. Now, but on the other token, right? And this ain't no woke shit. This is just being real. You can also see from some women's perspective where it's like, fuck, man. Like, I've got a lot of guys that are trying to act like guys in public, but then they break down and turn into fucking jelly behind the scenes. And I got to fucking step up and do most of that shit. And there is. There is. Yeah, there there, there is a lot of weak men out there too, man. It's just, uh, it's a mind state, bro. You know, you have to be... uh, you just have to be well-rounded as a person. You know what I'm saying? I agree um, with that. And not throw fucking blanket statements. I They're not going to work. Like, you That's can't the hardest label shit to do, a motherfucker like, lie. all guys are this and that. I'm like, fuck that. Most <laughs> right. of the relationships I've been in, I fucking cooked. Right. they couldn't cook. Oh, and they bro, wanted me cooking. I still you know, I don't cook. need nobody right. to wash my clothes right. or do my shit. You know hey, what I'm saying? In my marriage... Mother-in-law cooks and husband cooks. Yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? I'm just saying these blanket fucking yeah. statements over time but, but, start to make you be like, what the fuck are you talking about, you know? Right. That you is, get to hear it. It's one of the most well, well-spoken guys yeah. I've had on the show. Right. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate yeah. that. Now, well, I'm kind of curious, though, because as your any means, mm-hmm. as big lux, right? as you guys are laying out some... Pearls of wisdom. <laughs> Nuggets of gold. Real shit there. for the real motherfuckers, right? Yeah. I look at these young dudes, and oh. they're kind of like just sort of staring. <laughs> kind of like, I don't They're know. like, these guys are angry, they're man. Like, yeah, yeah, damn, like, man. Maybe I you guys I need like this therapy. Yeah, hey, you <laughs> guys just need therapy, like? man. So, <laughs> so what's going through your head? And don't give us any of this humble young man nah, shit. Nah. <laughs> Dope boy, i.e. Get real. What are you listening to? What are you hearing? And what do you experience? Well, I'm, I'm observing, so, you know what I'm saying? I'm always an open ear. So, I mean, just taking notes down, you're right. I'm, I'm, like he said, I, I see that. Wait, wait, wait. All right. And that's, that's political. But how did you really grow up? What was your situation? Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so my situation uh, coming up, I guess, for the three, first three years of my life, four years, yeah. it was, uh, we grew up in, uh, I was born in Bowen Park, California. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it was a, a small house, one bedroom, uh, my, me and my brother at first when yeah. we were living there. So, me and my brother, my moms and pops, they're both together, good relationships. So, nothing <laughs> crazy, nothing crazy, nothing too crazy. I love that. <laughs> He's like, oh, I just got an open ear. And so, like, oh, how did I grow up? Yeah. <laughs> my mom and dad were there and my family. And we were very happy and yeah, fulfilled we and you know uh, there was no one on crack. I'm <laughs> sorry. Oh, I'm sorry that happened to you. That's, I don't a, know. that's, a, that's a different story. No, yeah. I, grew up, I grew up around my family. It was, it was more of so like uh 
just addiction I, I, on both sides of the family. Yeah, Dad, but Pops do you find and, it? And do, you, do you? So they were addicted? No, no, no. Uh, well, shoot. I mean, they had their stories. You know, that's not that's not right. my story to tell. But uh, uh, <laughs> that's a guy who still loves his parents. Yeah, Listen, yeah, they yeah. got they're a little fucked up, but I'm not gonna tell you because I love them. They were great to me. Yeah, so that's their story. You want to bring them on? You know? Hey, let them talk. More so, more so, uh, family members like cousins, uh, aunts. You know, what I'm saying. Let me ask you a real question, it. young man. Do you find it hard to have credibility or be taken seriously when you're around a lot of other people that got some crazy or hard luck stories no because we all go through everything you know what i'm saying we all have our stories to tell i like that man i like that bro i'm fucking sick and tired of motherfuckers coming and feeling like they have to compete with this horrible story man and i got cats that didn't grow up like that and i got cats that stand by and they're like my mom and dad are still married. I wasn't exposed to that. And they don't fucking have like a thing, but I see a lot of people that do. They want to like have a worse story to yeah. feel like they identify. And I'm glad that you're fucking standing on it, just what really happened, oh, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 for sure. Nothing to hide about it, man. Like I said, the, the addiction thing, you know, we, we, we've, we've been around. I lost cousins, you know what I'm saying, that are never coming back to their full potential because they, they get lost into that sad life, man. Addiction's fucked up and... uh it could cause a lot of fucked up things, but you know what? You keep your, your mindset pure, and you know what I'm saying? You just move forward, be positive. That's all you could do, you know what I'm saying? Hey, well, do you ever, what's the craziest drug you ever did? Oh, shit, man. Uh, Come on. He's Molly? Like, my, my, my mom's crazy. listening to this, man. <laughs> man, she loves you anyway. I she couldn't accept you anyway. That's called nah, nah. unconditional love. <laughs> Don't worry. The, the craziest is not too crazy how it sounds, but I say crazy because of the trip it gave me was ecstasy. Ecstasy was a, I, I guess what I happened? took a double, uh, double dosage pill. Uh-huh. Instead of, I thought it was a single. So I took it all at once. I was drinking, I was smoking. So I got home and I was alone. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, right, that's bad. Right, right, right <laughs> what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so what happened, bro? Did oh, you, man. like, go crazy? Did you fucking go to a massage parlor? What'd you do? <laughs> nah, to keep a, a long story short. <laughs> <laughs> to keep a long, long story short. Yeah. I grabbed, a, I grabbed a Bible, and I went into the restroom. And started crying, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey. And then after, shortly that after. That must have been a real bad trip. Oh, yeah. Huh? Shortly bad. after, I woke up with my parents. Like, hey, you know what? Check this out. I fucked up. And just to let you know, just in case. You guys find me, the, you know, in the next room. I just want to yeah. give you a heads up. I'm a little fucked up right now. <laughs> oh, you went and told her? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, was, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was tripping, man. It was it's a fucked solid. up trip. So I had, I had to put that out there. Hey, but, what did uh, they right. say? They were like, oh. just have some pancakes, mijo. <laughs> They're going to be okay. <laughs> Drink some Drink milk. Drink some milk. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, nah. They, they just... Uh, Help me through it. Help me cope through it. Uh, they just looked up some stuff online because their drugs were different back then. They were right, 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 right. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Different so drugs. They didn't really know, you know. So uh, <laughs> they was online like, what could we do? But you know what? They walked me through it. And at the end of the day, I started feeling good towards the end. You know, that that, that rubby feeling. I was, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. After that. So then I, you that's were like in a hug circle with your mom and dad. You know what, man? That's a that's a crazy story, though. Like, the parents didn't trip out on you. Didn't throw you out. They were like, all right, we're going to work with you. You made a mistake. I'm telling you, like I said, the cousins they've seen worse man you know so right. when they, they they knew what i was on so after that it was it was a walk through the park can you imagine this it was like hey uh let's stop fucking around what was the craziest trip you ever been on well man it was uh i took some uh, ecstasy <laughs> took too much <laughs> and then uh hey i was by myself 
And I said, fuck it, man. And I got the Bible. I took the good word into the bathroom and yes, tried to sir. hold it together. And then my parents came out and I said, good morning, man. Good morning, sir. I'm tripping balls. Yeah, yeah. And then they were like, it's going to be okay, me home. And, uh, pretty soon we were rubbing each other's backs and we were feeling good. And I was like, why can't we all just be like this, man? Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> That's a beautiful story. All right, Lobo. We've heard the, the golden child. We've yeah. heard the golden child story. How does the wolf what well, was your upbringing like? Brother? I mean, you know, growing up until I was about ten years old, my you know everything was good, and my parents got divorced, and uh -huh. then that's when I went downhill. You know, I just kind of stopped giving a fuck about everything. Everything. When when your parents, how did your parents tell you that they got separated? Like when what, did they sit you down? And how do you get that news? Yeah, uh, we were chilling in my living room, and my mom walked in and she told everybody she wanted a divorce. Everybody? Like my mom and my brother and sister and the dog, you know, we was chilling. Nah, even the dog. Yeah. Even the dog got told. Oh. Yeah, that shit was fucked up. I was like in the fifth grade. And then my parents got divorced and then me and my dad lived together. Me and my dad and my brother lived together and then we were kind of just from room to room, fucking living everywhere and shit. And Wait then, a second. So in fifth grade, right, you're mm -hmm. in the front room. Now, do you have any warning that anything like this is coming? I had no clue. I mean, bro, from my perspective, everything was perfect, Fine. you know? <laughs> I was fucking like 10 years old, so I was like, every, my, I would see my mom and dad Everything's together. perfect when you're 10. So yeah. Every, yeah. You know, yeah. I was like, Unless man. you're living in a motel, yeah. you, by 10 you know. But you were like, hey, man, I got my lucky charms, and fucking everyone's here, the yeah. dog, the dog's happy. Yeah. Then your mom just comes out and goes, well... That's hey, it. It's I'm over. Out. It's over. I was Back like, fuck. All right. Dr. Create, let me ask you something. As you get older, obviously, you know it's not one person's decision only, right? It's yeah, like, no, right? yeah, of course. But at the time, <laughs> when your mom <laughs> says that, did that create a divide oh, yeah. and an anger at her? Because yeah. you guys perceived her as the one breaking it up? Yeah, because I, I mean, I, I fucking like, oh, man, I did not like my mom. Right. Even, right. Even, right. I've heard this. I've heard this. Like, and, uh, it was just because like. I felt like she was the reason. Like, she just, like, fucking just, like... Right. You know, I felt you like she was the one breaking from, from all my, From out. my perspective, I felt like she was just, like, fuck it. Like, fuck, fuck everything. I'm out. <laughs> fuck all you guys. I'm, I'm leaving. Right. Right. So I was a 10-year-old kid, and I see my mom leave. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, Did she walk out the door? Well, she fucking left the next day. She packed everything and fucking bounced with my sister. Damn, Jesus that, that, that Christ. That is traumatizing. That yeah, is yeah. traumatizing. That's so, like, trauma. you know, Are you kidding me? So after that, I was just like, fuck everybody. Like, you know, like, I Why I didn't did she care. pick... I mean, I kind of understand. Well, okay. I kind of get like, all right, you know, we don't know what the adults are doing and it's a shock to the system. Yeah. But why did she just take the sister? Why did she leave you? Well, because, I mean, I, I was just like, like, fuck you. Like, so did she say like, hey, whoever wants to come with me can come with me? Yeah, pretty much. And me and my brother were like, no, we're going to stay with my dad. Fuck, that's a hard fucking So man. then like, I remember the next day, like, we didn't have shit. Like, you know, so my dad made me like some eggs and a fucking like a... What are those little toaster oven? Like, yeah, not a toaster. Oh, yeah. That, like that sounds like a man breakfast. I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was, not like a dad trying to pull it yeah, off, right? Yeah, it's like it a Mr. Like Mom yeah, shit. It was, like, right. so, it was some fucked up shit. And then, like, you know, hey, dad, what the that, fuck it, is this? <laughs> and then after that, my dad got sick, and then he almost fucking died. And then we had we had to go live with my mom, like, forcefully. He, what, was, what did he get sick from? I honestly don't know. Something with his prostate. God damn. And, and I just remember he was going to die and shit. And then, like, his house burnt down, and then... We Fuck. lost everything, and then we, we like, forcefully had to go live with my mom, and I fucking hated it. <coughs> so, like, that's when I started. You like, went there unwillingly. You yeah, were forced like, to yeah, go. Yeah, I was forced to go. And so, then, like, from your perspective, maybe, not consciously, but from some perspective, you're like, everything was whole. Nobody was dying. 
Yeah. Breakfast was normal. And then mm-hmm. my mom divorces and everything fucking Fuzz falls apart. My God. dad dying and shit. Damn. It was all my mom's fault in my eyes. Right. Right. You know, right. It was right. just like, it was your fucking fault. I mean, I'm starting to think that. She <laughs> set this wheel in motion. Yeah, she so, set the wheel of all these events yeah, in the motion. And, and I was just like, you know what? Like, you know, and she got a boyfriend and shit. And then I'm over fuck. here. Like, I'm over here like my dad's dying. You fucking over here living your life. And if you got a boyfriend and shit, like, fuck you and that guy. Yeah. You know, so, so it was like, you guys ain't was shit. The, what did it, was the boyfriend trying to be cool? you and shit like that i mean like yeah he was like the type of guy like you know he would he would try to buy your like your friendship or your, like mm-hmm. your relationship with mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. so like i mean i got to a point where i was just like you know what i'm gonna be cool with him until i until i get what i want right. and then it's gonna be fuck you you know right. what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So i'm gonna work him i'm gonna work around here that's what I, you get yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah so when i get what i want is fuck you you know yeah. like, so like and, and then like I just it, it was just all bad I got into middle school I was fucking fighting I was a hothead I didn't give a shit about nobody um, why should you I mean you? I what's the don't. point but I, mean, right. like, I, I mean I got yeah. my kids and I mean that's, all, that's pretty much what I end up the people that I hang around with every fucking day and talk to but like it's not a lot you yeah. know so like other than that it's kind of just like I, I just I guess I grew a, it was like a dark Dark. I was in a dark, dark place. For how long were you in a dark place? Shit. Turning into Batman. Probably like to like last year. God. <laughs> yeah, came nah. out. Hey, straight up. Like I'm not even joking though. Like, oh. man, like this shit was bad, bro. Like nah, was, I feel that. It was really bad. And I was homeless for like two years and my mom and my dad thought I was doing fucking fine. Like they thought I was doing great. And I was just like, you know, when I would like, wait, 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 slow down. Cause that's that's what you just said was amazing in the sense that so how is it that you're homeless for two? What it kind of homeless? Because there's I've seen in Los oh, no, Angeles like, there's like you know well-to-do white people that call themselves homeless, okay, but they're no, really I, just living on a friend's couch. Yeah, no, no. I was like, I was sleeping in my car and shit. You God know? damn! I would wake up in the morning and I would hit up the homies and whichever one would hit me up first, I'd go shower at his house. And if nobody right. hit me up, I'd go shower at the truck stop. You know, and I would just like do whatever I got to do to keep making money and shit. You know, I just. I didn't have a rela- I didn't talk to my mom for like four years, and then my dad will like my dad has high blood pressure, so I knew if he knew my situation, he would get sick and shit. So I God just told damn. I just told my dad I was doing fine, like I'm, right. I'm fucking good, Lord. like I'm straight. You know? And so they were just kind of like, and what did you tell them that you were doing? Where you're like, yeah, I'm in. This- I'm working at Amway. I'm fucking selling. Oh yeah, no, they, they thought I was working at like warehouses and shit. They thought I had a solid ass job and I was chilling and like yeah. I was getting a steady paycheck and. That's no, tough. No, is, but, is it tough living that then, double then, life? Well, yeah, it sucked because I also had my kids, you know? God damn. Uh, and so, but like, my, well, my, I had my son because I haven't seen my daughter in like fucking I don't know how long because baby mom was on some bullshit. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, my son, like, it was tough because like, you know, how much, whenever I had to take care of him, it's like, fuck, like. Like, Man. Fuck, I'm, go? I'm gonna go to the Theo's house real quick, you know. I'm gonna, right. And I'm gonna watch him there for a bit, you know, right, or go right, to the right. homies' pad or whatever. Juggling. Right. Yeah, right. like figure it out, you know. But that shit was fucked up. I was sleeping in a Volkswagen. Uh, it was a rabbit, a two door, and before, oh, not even a Jetta. Yeah, no. And then, before, <laughs> and, then, and then before that, I had a '96 Celica. And then the worst one was when I had a fucking two door Tacoma. I would sleep in the. I was sleeping in the bench seat. But I was too long, so I had to sleep with the doors open. God damn. <laughs> so, hey, do, people try, do people try to fuck with you at various times when you're sleeping uh, with the doors open and all that shit? Or where would you no, go park? Like, no, did you have I, a spot? Uh, no, I would just go park wherever, to be honest. Like, yeah. fucking go to a park next to the homie's pad or like. Damn, you should have just pulled up to my house. Yeah, like shit. <laughs> well, I just didn't What's want, Annie Means uh, doing during well, this well, time? Living the high life. Holiday Inn. I just didn't want my homies to like. 
I didn't want to be a burden or some shit like that. Man. You feel me? So like now my, you're telling old blue eyes so, story right so, there. So like my homies thought I was straight. You know, my homies they would see me pull up in the whip. I had gas and shit. Now I, I had I had a, my, my fresh dickies in a pro club and some new shit. Right. They would see me like, oh fuck it, like this was he looks good, so he ain't right. nothing wrong. But right. that's the way. That's but the you way. didn't tell him that you just came from around the corner where you were sleeping. Yeah, like I'd be like, I'm gonna pull up in 30 minutes. I'd already be like 10 minutes away from <laughs> right. right. So right. I'd wait. I'd wait 20 minutes, yeah, yeah. and then I'd be like, all right, like I got 10 more minutes to pull up like you yeah, feel me and yeah. then I'll be like hey I'm around the corner like, yeah. I'm like right around the corner already you yeah, feel me? Like, yeah, so I'll yeah. just pull up like so that, how did you start to make the turn how did you make the corner what did you do to how did you get out of this dark plot in place just fucking kept going man I just didn't stop I just kept my head up and I was like eventually this shit's gonna get better and I mean if it doesn't it will someday like shit like you know I mean yeah. and I mean at some point I had to ask for help too though, you know it's like I was in the, I was like in this place where I was like fuck I don't need nobody fuck everybody you guys ain't shit right. I don't need myself and that was like where I fucked up because mm. that was where I was having trouble because I didn't trust nobody right makes sense. So how the fuck am I supposed to ask you for help if I don't fucking right. trust you right. right how do I know you're not gonna be like peace and or take not, everything or, or, or not even that like I hate when I when you help somebody or somebody helps you and then they slap you in the fucking face with it right. it's like, right. like right. why the fuck right. are you helping me bro like oh I'm incurring a debt yeah, is that what it is yeah, I owe you yeah like and I ain't trying to do that shit so like right. you know mm. and until one day like I fucking said fuck it I need to ask somebody for fucking help because if I don't who did you ask any means, <laughs> any means, me and my cousin. You any know, means, we, and my boy Tony D. Uh -huh. What's know? up? Big shout out to Tony D. Yeah, shout, shout out to out Tony, Tony D. Man. Tony he's D. not here today, but he didn't he's get to with make us, it today. You know but he's always here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, boy. he's always here. So, <laughs> any means. So what? So you, you're rapping. You're doing your thing. Yeah. And so then Wolf, which we might, might want to call you Lone Wolf, right? <laughs> <laughs> he comes up to you. He's like, "Man, I fucking need help, bro." I mean, you know, I I don't necessarily think it was like that, but it was just like, you know, if you need, you know, like, let's say, for instance, if I was buying some, I'm like, you need some, grab it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that, that's just me. Even if um, I didn't, I wasn't aware of his situation, but even if I, you know, even if he had some going on, I'm, you know, my, my people, I'm generous with my people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah like, so. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
Um, What's the state now? All right. Now we've heard from the young crew, a guy who had a great life and another guy was struggling over here. Now, <laughs> but we'll go back to you for a second. Mm-hmm. What's the state of hip hop rap now? How, what do you see happening? Where do you, where are yeah. your talents lying? Your ingenuity and what is your, your, your idea of what you want to influence? Um, I mean, the actual art form, I, I believe, is just, it's so evolved that it, it, it's just multi-directional at this point. Um, I, what I do, you know, I've, I've, I stay true to the, to the essence of hip-hop and, and the lyrics and the, and the actual craft. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, that's what I put out there, you know, and, and I tell my story. And I talk about where I come from, from the streets. You know, I, I don't necessarily, I'm not glorifying any gang life or drug life, you feel me? Um, I'm just telling the story, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to glorify gang life or prison life. I, I, I've been through it all, bro. But in my opinion, I feel like the biggest thing in our community is the fact that we continue to glorify that lifestyle. You feel what I'm saying? Like we want to, we, we want to have our sons and, and, and our nephews live a better life. But, you know, we're constantly glorifying the downside of, the, of, of that life, you know, the prison life or the, the gangs and the, the multi-generational gangs in our family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, so with my son, I, I'm on a mission with my because my, my son actually moved in with me. He's 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, my whole purpose is just to make him a better person than I ever was. So whatever flaw I feel I have, I try to focus on correcting that flaw in him if that makes sense it does but you know what i'm saying big lux um y- you've got a- adult children now yeah and so what is your opinion on how we approach parenting like i know me sometimes i'm like i'm gonna fix this for my daughter i got my but- own i got my own opinion on it yeah what my is own it? opinion on it from off of my circumstances was that uh, I think I am a control freak anyways. I want to control the outcomes of other people's stuff. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it wasn't anything I said. It was everything that I was doing. My perception is my kids watched what I did. My son yeah. watched what I was doing. So everything coming out of my mouth, he didn't really hear me. He's steady watching everything I was doing, and he followed my path. Mm-hmm. He mm. followed my, He's even followed my path into recovery or into those fields. Right. You know, he followed it all the ways. But he definitely followed that path my daughter probably did everything opposite than what i asked you know and she's a teacher and she's fucking, you know what i'm saying so i i get it you know it's 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 uh but i hear what you're saying you know when you start saying that right away i don't i think i try and off balance i think i try and i don't think i'm gonna be real okay. i think that i glorify <laughs> some of that stuff at some points in time there's a glorification of it and i think that in my head i try and also serve up a real side of an experienced side of that it isn't and the way you think it does or and i share my losses Mm -hmm. and i have people come on and and share we were just talking about what heroin looked like early on when i was young and i'm looking at the older homies and that looked attractive and my older homies looking at this and we're like but they didn't tell us then you do this for three days and you're gonna wake up sweaty. And and as we didn't know that you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna give up so much and maybe your whole life and your freedom for this drug. Yeah. So I try and tell the story in full. But there is, man, I hear you on I hear you on that. Um Well, you know, this I is the thing, right? Like I'm I'm like the 
second generation from the gang that I come from, which is Cudahy 18. Um, second because my father, my mother, all my uncles, all my cousins, all my aunts. There's like 20, 26 of us. We're all from that gang. Um, and then there's a third generation, my younger cousins. So, you know, I say that to say this is that at some point you got to break that cycle. You feel what I'm saying? Like my pops was from 18 since he was 14 years old. You know what I mean? And, and, and he died at 36 and didn't have a dollar to his name. And, but he had a couple of different prison numbers and mm-hmm. he had a whole lot of respect. You know, I, and, and to me, that's just not what I want to leave behind for my son to remember me as. I don't want my son to be like, hey, you know, he was fucking the hardest gang member and he did all this time and he had respect. And yeah, that's pretty much how it ended, you know, and and, and that's pretty much how my father's story ended. You know, he mm-hmm. he didn't have anything of value. He didn't, he didn't even have a car when he died. You know, he OD'd three days out of prison. Man. So, you know, um, I don't I don't I don't regret anything I ever did. I don't um, I don't I don't have no, you know, remorse or anything. I feel like everything I did, I did it because I needed to. Um, I, I did what I had to do. And I'm from where I'm from because that was what it was. And, you know, there's you know, no shame in it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I, I find interesting, too, is is that <clears throat> we've had a lot of different... <clears throat> so the Hard Luck Show, we do glorify a little bit some of the neighborhood stuff and some and exactly. some of the prison stuff, right? We also make fun of it a little bit. We honor mm. it. We talk about what's right or wrong with it and try to be as real because... In, in all honesty, I don't think a lot of these issues really are black and white. Yeah. Right? I mean, and as I was listening to you talk, any means? Yes. I was thinking about white people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I was thinking about, <laughs> I was thinking about, you know, a lot of people of color who get into gangs or they have to do the dirt or they go away for a minute or whatever. You know, at some point, there's other people that say, hey, we got to break the cycle and we got to do this and we got to do better and blah, blah, blah. And that's that's partially true. And I started thinking about white people. And I started thinking about the CIA. Mm -hmm. I started Mm -hmm. thinking about the NSA. Started thinking about the Pentagon. Started thinking about that fucking Cheney motherfucker. And I started thinking to myself, you know, those are all gangs. Yeah, I mean, shit, I mean, we're a gang at this point. But I'm just saying. Group of people in in the same room. Well, but 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 these gangs did violence. Okay, they're I, colonizers. I feel like all gang. I I feel like our our neighborhoods are colonized. We colonize the neighborhoods that that our gang was in. And I'm not sure. saying they do or you don't. Know? Obviously, you have experience, so I'm not speaking uh-huh. on that. But I think about it and I go, how come these white people, and not all white people, there's a lot of poor white people that are in other gangs. They ain't ever gonna get into that blue blood club. Mm-hmm. They ain't gonna get it. And I think about these white people and I go, wait a second. I mean, they bombed the shit out of South America, these CIA paramilitary guys. And some of the guys that were doing the actual bombing were just carrying out orders. It wasn't theirs to, but somebody at the top was looking at the cocaine maps, was thinking about the inner city and saying like, well, how many of these brown motherfuckers up here in the inner city we can get hooked on cocaine? Crack. Yeah. And I'm thinking about like, how many torture shit happened uh you know um and sometimes we're saying it's for self-defense because we're going up against terrorism right yeah but for every some of those there's also a little bit of other weird shit going on and i think to myself you never hear those white people ever say you know what we gotta stop glorifying the military we gotta stop glorifying the cia 
We got to break out of that chain of violence and greed, right? And start something new for our families. And you know, you look at some of these very elite, right, Connecticut types, and you can see that although the children of some of these white mobsters, right, that's mm -hmm. what I'm going to call them, right, some of the children, they got s problems, Right, Bush got pulled over for fucking DUI and fucking he had to admit, yeah, I snorted cocaine, whatever. And I and Clinton too, whatever. Mm -hmm. So the issue is, is like they got the same problem, yet they're not set in a situation like where we're having a conversation now, which is like we got to stop doing that because we got to better ourselves. No, they're doing all that to keep their shit up. What do you think about that? Uh, I, th I, th I think it's a moral standpoint at that point. I think your values, what are your values? You feel what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, I, like, like I said, um, let, me, let, me re let, me, let me think about what I'm going to say here. Cause sure. The trolls will get me. Any means let I want to be a gang member no more. No, Fuck no, no. You, let you know? the troll, let the troll. Uh, man, with, I'll dude, fuck around and lose half my following by tomorrow morning. No, no, people have been trying to fire me off this show since we started. So don't even trip on that, bro. Um, nah, okay, look, right? Go ahead. You know when when we when we enter gangs, especially for myself, you know we're we're entering there because we're looking for something that we're not receiving, whether it's camaraderie, whether it's finance, whether it's protection, mm. it's all these things, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then and then we go in there not really knowing the the cost of of this camaraderie or sure. all these things, right? Sure. And then you begin to live the life, and then you begin to lose the friends. Uh, you begin to lose the freedom. Mm. Uh, sometimes you lose body parts you know what i mean right and that's when you 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 start to really analyze your situation you feel what i'm saying like is is this really is this really worth is it really worth it at right. that point you right? start weighing right. it out right like let's just be honest here um yeah but you know it gets to a point where you you've gotten too far to turn back you know because you know after all the trauma after all the pain after all the loss of friends the anger and the need for for vengeance is, is obviously going to take over naturally so it, it's 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 somewhat of a conundrum if you really want to think about it well and so any so, means with all, all all respect and listen I, and listen we've done this is not about like all respect to veterans and stuff like i'm not saying this to say that what the veterans have gone through is anything wrong at all we've had guys come in and talk about the veterans journey mm -hmm. but there's also an element to what you just said that yeah. sounds a lot like the soldier life yeah. Right. You don't know what you're signing up for necessarily. You know, the fucking trailer or the fucking ad where it looks like it's going to be Call of Duty and you got the cool fucking sword and you're a Marine and bitches are going to fuck you and you think that's <laughs> going to be great. Yeah. Right. But you don't know that guys like Clint Cheney, fucking all these pol politicians with fat knots in their pocket, but ain't ever going to set foot in a real war, yeah. are going to make decisions that are going to cost you an arm and a leg and your friend's arm and a leg, yeah. right? So now I'm like looking at that and I'm like, how come we don't, how come in this country, and I'm not all other countries too, right? China's got their thing, fucking whatever. I'm not saying there's any other country. I still think America's the best country, but I'm yeah. just saying, the nation's setup, the, it is a gang setup. Yeah. And it's like police and, and guys like that, there, some of them are good, some of them are bad, whatever. But the truth is, is that there, it's just the only difference is, is it's legal and society accepts it. And society isn't necessarily telling everybody like, hey, think twice before you sign up uh, for the, the GI Bill 
Because you might actually get stuck in Afghanistan in a goat town that you don't understand. And the people are cool. You're not against any of these people. But mm-hmm. someone upstairs is telling you, you got to do X, Y, and Z. And you come back with a limp. Well, I mean, you know, I, I think all that's going to come with structurizing anything. You know, mm. you, you, you got to look at it figuratively, right? Like mm. the military, the, the soldiers, all these things are the screws within the structure. Right. Right? Yes. Without, without, without a foundation, no building can stand. Mm-hmm. So all these things are going to come naturally within creating a structure and holding true to that structure and being able to control it. So, you know, it's just like in a gang. Um, you know, you claim this certain area, you have to protect it. And in order to protect it, people are going to get hurt. Shit's going to happen. So I don't necessarily look at, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not like a super, super patriot, but I understand when we go to war, we have to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the values that we have in this country are like no other. And in order for us to continue to live the life that we live, and I'm sure you have children and you wake up every morning, you enjoy them, mm-hmm. and you want them to be safe. In order for us to live that life, we have to protect it. We have to fight for it. You know what I mean? So I don't necessarily look at like, that government is a bad thing, right? Well, mm. that's um, true what you say, and I yeah. agree with that. I'm not, you know, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not disagreeing, but I will add this. You know, Trump 2024, too, I want to add that. I'm a Trump supporter. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we How we can hate you be? Trump here. Yeah, we hate Trump here. <laughs> I'm a real Indian. I'm a real Indian. That orange fucking freak <laughs> is not rolling up on I think it's right. better we stay. You said you're a Trump supporter. Cool. That's it. Let's I keep it talk moving. About, I don't want to yeah, yeah. talk about a guy that couldn't get shit done. Yeah, let's keep uh, it moving. No, I mean, let, okay, yeah, let's move on. Let, yeah. Let's decide. I don't let's do let's the agree Trump to thing. disagree, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, Biden is nobody right now. Man, nobody's, nobody's fucking playing any pipes <laughs> for that dude either. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm just saying. I, yeah. I don't give a... I, what I'm actually trying to get at is, is that... And if you are a supporter of certain politicians, then you actually do adhere to some extent that there's elements in the government that are harming the, p- the people of the United States, which means, and what you're saying makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah, you do got to go out and fight. Yeah. But there's a lot of shit that gets done in the name of quote unquote patriotism that fucks up the people at home. That's the truth. Well, you got to define fucked up and then, you know, you give me, I don't give me, the, give me I, an example I, I'm an American Indian. I'll tell you right now. No. These motherfuckers don't honor their treaties. They write a contract, right? I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, right? Landlord. Whoever thought a landlord was going to save a country? But no. they all right, fine. You, you write it down, Mr. White Man, Mr. Government. You wrote down the promises, right? You call us savages, but you write a contract and then you don't honor your promise. Well, Fuck you. You know, as a native man, because uh, I am a native man, um, we just have to really understand what happened here. Like, a res- I don't got to understand. I do uh, understand uh, what uh, happened, Mr. A, Means. A reservation is, 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 is a prison, bro. You feel mm-hmm. me? A reservation isn't... You weren't supposed to flourish there. That's well, why, if you notice, every reservation is in, is in a... Like a... Fucked up place. Exactly. You know, you have Morongo. It's in a fucking desert. You know where I'm from, it's in a valley where, but, 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 where, where but, the temperature drops 30 below every night. Right. No. You so, feel what I'm saying? So, I, I get all that. So tell me exactly. So you gotta so understand. Go ahead. So we understand. I understand yeah. that. So we have to understand, like, you're like, well, the government promises this and that. The government didn't promise you nothing but put no, you no, in no. prison. No, no, no. Listen, let me you tell know? you something. No, 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 no. That's not correct. That's not correct. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. 
Because you're right. We lost the war. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing. And I'm telling you right now, you're right. Reservations are in fucked up places, except in the Northwest and in Alaska, because by then, though, the government had been shamed so much that they started trying to be a little bit more. Because what America says it stands for, right, which number one is the rule of law. Yeah. Right. That's what these motherfuckers claim. You go anywhere. And they hem you up. They say it's because we are law-abiding people. Okay. Then they write a law, a treaty. And I'm an attorney. Treaty is the highest law next to the Constitution. Mm-hmm. All right? It's at the same level by the government's own words. Okay, but... But wait. Yeah. By the government's own words. Right? The people supposedly bring civilization. Now, we didn't tell you how to frame your little land. We didn't say to Jefferson or Franklin or any of these fucks, right? And I respect them, but we didn't say to them, tell us you're fair. Tell us that you're gonna honor your own rules. We didn't say that. They did. That was their promise. So, because they didn't wanna deal with the fact that they stole shit Mm -hmm. and they're not gonna give it back. Yeah. Okay. So you write a treaty, you got Supreme Court, fucking men in dresses, telling you we're going to honor whatever's written is done. And then for 200 years straight, this government, these white people welched, welched, Mm. right? You go and you try to get a loan from any of these motherfucking banks with bad credit. They'll laugh you right out of the goddamn thing. These government did the same exact thing on their own. We didn't write it. Mm-hmm. Right? We didn't write it. And in fact, it got to such a point. Young man, you should hear this. It got to such a bad point that the, that the federal government, the Supreme Court actually says now, that the drafted agreement will be construed against the government. It is so bad that there is a presumption in American law now that whatever was written... If there's an ambiguity and it can either be a confusing word that can either be beneficial to Indians or beneficial to the government, the, the judges have finally said there was so much hypocrisy and lies that we will now just assume it's against the government. Yeah, and yeah. it's still not all cleaned up. So my point in saying that is, is that this country, which I believe in, okay? I'm an American Indian. You yeah. are too. Yes, I believe in it, okay? Well, actually, American Native. I go by Indian okay. because I believe that what I am really is a historical fact of the clash of cultures. And yes, bloodshed, yes. And there's nothing to be ashamed about it, okay? Call a spade a spade, right? Mm-hmm. So fine. But what I am here also to say is that we, I don't have to understand it the way they want me to understand it. If we did it that way, there would have been no United States because the colonizers that came over told King George, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Right? that's why they had a revolution. And them dudes, they still have British accents, my brother. Mm-hmm. Right. And I guarantee you there were some dudes back then that were like, what are you doing? We're from fucking Europe. It's a king. It's been like that from time immemorial. Look at the Bible. There's kings and queens up and down that fucking book. And now you're saying, fuck you to the guy that actually brought you here? Yeah. And 
Those Americans, the real Americans, the true Americans, right? They said, yeah, fuck you. I don't have to understand this thing the way you want me to. So what I'm here to say is from an American Indian perspective who has gone from the reservation to the courtroom, read all the fucking shit. Fuck politics. I ain't even worried about all that. But I will say this. This is the real America. The real America is people who are saying, I'm not taking this shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? And I don't got to understand what you're doing if you're stealing. You're stealing. Just admit it, motherfucker. Yeah. So there's where I'm saying with all of that. So if people want to say Trump, Biden, Bush, I don't give a good Enemies, goddamn. you're up. Um, Go ahead. Sorry. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm big on common sense, right? So I feel like we never should have wanted to honor the treaties and we never should have expected their law to protect us. They brought that to us. We didn't. We weren't involved in it from the beginning. They brought law here. We never knew what the fuck law was. We wait, 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 wait. That's not true. No, that's not true any means. I mean, we, we might we, have, had, we no, might no. have had like some natural structure type shit. No. But that, that we no. would all create at some point and we were together. No. But as far as the actual word law, it's an English word that we had no hey, idea right, of what, right. what a you're, law means. Hold on a second. Let me, so, let me say something because yeah. I'm going to say this. Yeah. Right? I'm an Oneida member of an Oneida tribe, one of the Sioux Nations. Okay. That law that the Indians had, you're right. It was called whatever it was called. Yeah. But they hadn't, they were human beings like everyone else and they knew rules and they had laws and these laws are part of what govern the reservations today. Uh-huh. Okay. And in fact, a lot of the legal concepts that Ben Franklin and these other fucking Dutch fucks or whatever they were put together, some of it was borrowed from the Sioux Nations. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Well, this is what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. It's easy to talk about common sense when you don't have the actual facts. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is, is that you're right to a certain extent. Like, how are you going to expect the fucking robbers to be the ones upholding the law, right? Exactly. I get that. That makes sense to me. I, yeah. And I support that. The flip side is, is like, uh. We're, we're stuck with your courts. Bank of America ain't going back home. So how do we fight this? We show you. You said you were going to do something, and you didn't do it. Who's the Indian giver then? Yeah, I mean, you know, and, 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 and in current day, as far as, like, for instance, my reservation, you know, there's a big misconception that the government gives Native people money. Right. The government You're, doesn't give Native people anything. Right. Period. Like, and they haven't gave Native people anything. Absolutely. Um, You know, like, for my tribe, my, my tribe, they sent a couple of individuals to college. They got educated on the casino business. Right. And they created their own business. Right. That they is completely self-sustained. There's no government agencies that comes on my reservation and helps my people with their business. Yeah, it's there's no business. welfare for the Indians. Exactly. You're right. You know, Um, and I encourage other Native nations to do the same. You know what I mean? You don't have to get in the casino business, but educate yourself and create a... a uh, a stream of income for your people. Um, Check this out. My my my. Not go to, ahead. Go ahead. Go say ahead. Say one more thing. Yeah, please. My my number is two sixteen. I'm the two hundred and sixteenth member of my tribe, and there's only a hundred and eighty nine members. Right. Right now, living today. Right. So you know. Wow. I say hey. that to say that. No, 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 and that's real. Damn, right? I'm twenty two four sixteen. Yeah. Right. And Oneida was a big fucking never from New York. They got pushed over to Wisconsin, Lambeau Field. I'm not a Packers fan. 
<laughs> but what I but I agree with you, and I'll tell you something else, uh, Mr. Means. Russell means Russell any means. Yeah. Russell any means. <laughs> hey, um, my father was part of the task force that went to Washington, D.C. and established Indian gaming. That's the dope. casinos. That's for dope. all the other reservations. Started out as bingo, eventually became. Yeah, we, we had a bingo on our reservation. Fucking Indian bingo, baby. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But you're right. That's not welfare. That's a business innovation. People don't know there's a lot of. Indian, native, whatever business, modern business people out there yeah. shaking it up, right? Yeah, we we standing on our own two feet. But uh, it means give us. I need you guys to I don't give know us how uh, we got into. Uh, how we got, yeah, I got fucking pumped up, dude. I got. We need, up. we need, we need, we need you guys to plug. Like, what's happening? Where can we find you? You guys working on music? What's the deal? Um, give okay, us the please. So, with Wolf, Wolf, Wolf is a is a is a is an artist. He's a rapper. So is Doughboy. Mm-hmm. Um. Wolf like my brother, man. You know what I mean? Like he, like I said, he's family. He's been around us for years already. Um, and he wanted me to help him out with the music. And you know, I manage artists really. Is that really the position you've taken? Uh, yeah. With them, I'm, I will be managing them because you know I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I'm, I'm starting to get a little older, and I, I just don't really have it in me to keep touring and all that shit. You know what I mean? I, I have a like I said, my son lives with me now, so I'm, I'm very instrumental in his situation. Sure. Um, I'm somewhat settled down, you know. I have a new girlfriend, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so you know it's just it's just the the music game is dope. Don't get me wrong, I fucking love it, and you know we don't get paid as much as we should, but I still love For the experience real. and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I missed a lot in the in the in the pursuit of this life mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. my children, mm-hmm. with family, with friends. Mm-hmm. So you know I. I think it's time to, to pass the torch down to younger, capable dudes. You feel right, what I'm saying? Right, that right. that want to live that life and, and experience that. And if I could help them with that through the situations that I have and, and people that know me, then I, I would love to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because this life is a great life, bro. Like, there's nothing wrong with being a musician. Mm-hmm. I love this life. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and it, it, if you have the passion for this, this, you know, hip-hop has took me all around the country, bro. You feel me? And put me in rooms with people I just never imagined I would meet. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, I, I, I encourage you. You know, I'd rather do this than give them a gun. Yeah. And, right. Uh, there you right. go. You know, I, I could definitely give them a gun. Mm-hmm. That's not a problem mm-hmm. for me. You feel what I'm saying? Oh. But, um, <laughs> but by the way, no disrespect <laughs> to you today. Uh, I understand that, my friend. I'm, I'm reading uh, what you're saying. Allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 that's that's one thing I want to I, I wanna make very clear and understanding right when, when when you know we don't have proper og guidance right breaking right. homies instead of making them exactly yeah. right we're we're not we're not out here telling the, the younger homies hey bro go get your money on go get an education go raise your family right and let me help you to do that right. you know what i'm saying um and i want i don't necessarily want to you know because when i was 12 years old selling crack for a dude that was almost 30 years old right 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 and, you know, rest in peace to my homie. You know, he had a big-ass house. He had multiple cars. And I worked for all that. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah. I say that to say this is that if I'm going to do something or try to influence them, I'm a, I want it to be a little bit more positive. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I respect that. And we, we have a couple people that have taken that position, you yeah. know, with artists and different things, and they're being homies, and they're they're looking out, and they're, they're, they're helping get into school and get jobs and moving them in that direction, not putting a bag of dope and a gun in their hand. Yeah. And... You know, you 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 know, you told me a little bit about being a dad. You know, yeah. and I just wanna. I feel like I want to tell you, man. I just appreciate you showing up for your kid, man. I just yeah. know a lot of guys like us having, bro, and it's important, man. Right, it's yeah. so important. And I'm not talking about just Chicano. Talking about all us men mm-hmm. yeah. showing up for our sons, man. It's it's just important. I think a lot of societies because we don't have a father in our lives. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's know. a fact. You know, it would it would my 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 son grew up. Um, the first half of his life with his mom, um, and a lot had to do with that with the pursuing of the career that I chose to uh, take part in. But you know, now that he's twelve, it was very important for me to make sure that he came closer to me because I started selling crack when I was eleven years old. Right, like, you, you know, know what I mean? Up. Like, I, and I'm That's not right, exa- kind of where you get lost. Yeah, I'm, right I'm not exaggerating. Like at twelve years old, like I was known as a cooker. I was cooking fucking birds of crack for. Grown-ass men. Man. And I was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. So I say that to say this is that he's going to get to a point, you know, he's going to high school, junior high, he's meeting women or girls, excuse me. And there's all these pressures that society are going to start putting on him young. Mm-hmm. You need good shoes and you need nice clothes and you need mm-hmm. all right. these things to be able to function well in this school. And, you know, if we don't have nobody to give it to us and we grew up in that environment, where are we going to go get it? We're going to go get it in the street. Right. So it was important for me to bring him home and just kind of guide him through what's going on. You know, like I tell my son, I say, you're 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 a teenage boy now. I don't have to police you. You know, every morning when you before you go to school, you got to throw this trash. Mm-hmm. You have to pick up your room. And when you come home, you got to do the same shit. Right. And, and it's repeat every day. It's a program. It's a structure. And the reason why structure is important is because. Like I say, once again, without a foundation, no building could stand. So if you send your child out there without a structure, he's very in tune to get into gangs or, or drugs or anything right, right, because right, he don't have a discipline. Right. No discipline. Right? That's it. No, exactly. Discipline. Well, man, that was great. Was and good. I want to say this. Um, I, uh, I admire your courage to be true to your convictions. Yeah, yeah for sure. And yeah. you said everything you said. And we I wouldn't say we had a disagreement, but we were talking, right? A real talk. Yeah, a real yeah. talk. And Good I appreciate talk. that you were honest and all that other stuff. And I commend that. And I think there needs to be a lot more of that in order for us to advance the entire discussion. Yeah, man. As an example to that, you guys, we've got two guys sitting on different sides of the coin on some things. But sitting more on the same side in a lot of other ways, but willing to talk like fucking men, bro. That's right. That's the only That's way we move is. forward. That's yeah. right. That's what hard yeah. luck yeah. is. Yeah. It's basically it's not fist council. fighting, throwing shit down, walking out there. It's none of that, man. It's like communicating and at least giving another man the opportunity to be heard and so, let him speak. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I respect number one your story, your choices Absolutely, about and the brother. I mean, don't get it twisted though. We definitely get busy. Yeah. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Let's never, let's never mistake that. I need that goes without saying, bro. Right, and I, 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 just, just, just in case somebody thinks it's sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. right, and if anybody gets injured, right, and they need a good lawyer, <laughs> let me know. There it is, I'll hook it up. Yeah, I know yeah, how to yeah, scrap yeah. in the law uh, in in uh, the courtroom. Um, but anyway, I just want to say much respect. I give him this. My partner over here had a couple issues <laughs> through the thing, yeah. and he was like. 
Well, just have them. We'll go one on one. That's just what's have up. Them come down. You know, right? You know, I respected that, that bro. You know what that. I'm saying? Yeah, that, that's exactly. real man shit, bro. It like, is, bro. Confrontation is gonna come, bro. You right. Know? And I think that's part I think of life. A, I think a lot these young dudes and not 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 my young boys, right? Of course. They, they're, 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 they're right, right? But a lot of these young boys ain't, ain't willing to step up and, and, and fight, bro, and, and, and take what you got coming as a man. Right. Anybody could pull a gun. gun anybody anybody. Could pull the trigger. Right. right. That That's shit don't right. make nothing of nobody. My mama right. could shoot you, right? Right, 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 right. right. Exactly, exactly. I'm making that a and shirt. And you know what? A good My ass mama kicking, could shoot you. And a good ass kicking, and I have received as many as I've given. They do a something. They tune you up, dude. Yeah. They yeah. change your perspective and wake your ass up. Exactly. Sometimes just a belt in the mouth is all that's going to get you listening. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or but but, but I wanted to also say that the decisions and the choices that Mr. Means has made in relation to his family, his son, what you've been through, what yeah, you've seen. You, uh, we've heard some stories, bro. But, but that was a great one. Yeah, man. And I commend you as and well, I man, for showing up here, Absolutely. man, and not making no fucking sadness about it. You just nah, stepped you up know, and this is um, how it is and this is what's up. Right. You, you shouldn't be ashamed of who you, uh, where you come from because that's who you are. That's what right. builds your moral values. So got yeah. you here. And your stance, correct? Right. And shout out to my mom. My mama's a born-again Christian now. Okay. Um, awesome, man. And the reason why I tell her story is because she has a testimony as a Christian woman. Sure. sure. And, and she shares this with other people that... Could help others. Exactly. So right. I, there's no shame in my mama's story. There's right. No You're not blowing her up. And, she, and, she, and, yeah, right, right, right. and, and likewise, I want to say much respect, though, boy, that you had a bad trip and the vibe... <laughs> Parents helped you out. I'm glad to hear your your the how that worked out for you, Lobo. Yes, sir. A man of innovation. You did what you, <laughs> you had to have, do. You guys have good energy. You guys, man. these yeah, guys no. are great. The good energy. Innovation. Yeah. Keep fucking. Love these guys and and Mr. Means you as well. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, nah, I, I um I, I want to fuck with them because they they like you said their energy is dope. Um, and they're not they're not people that don't want to listen. I'm not into I'm not into Obviously, like commanding yeah, people, right, right, right. But, you know, like I told them, in order for this to work, you have to listen to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not because I want to boss you, but because if you don't follow the fucking GPS, how are you going to get to where you're going? Right. That's exactly right. Then you're lost. Yeah, exactly. Give a okay. shout out. Everybody, let's let you know where you can find, or our listeners can find out where you're at. Go ahead, Lou. Well, uh, for, for me, Wolfman, you can just look me up on Instagram. It's uh, the Wolfman, so it's T-H- E-E underscore W-U-L-F-M-A-N. And uh, I'm, I'm not on anything else. I'm just on Instagram and on YouTube. So that's how you're going to find me. And shout out to my boy, Tony D, Dope Boy, and everybody in Hard Luck. Appreciate you guys for yeah. having me on the show. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank All you, right. Dope Boy. Dope Boy, you up. Come on, man. All right. So uh, Dope Boy, I.E., you guys can find me on uh, YouTube. SoundCloud. I'm on uh, Apple Music. A couple songs on there now, mm-hmm. and uh, my uh, Instagram will be uh, OG underscore Doughboy IE just for original, you know, because there's a lot of Doughboys out there. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, but shout out, man, to any means for having us. You know, he's the one who brought us here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to you guys for having us here, yeah, man. You know what? Shout out to the IE. Shout out to LA. Shout out to you know what I'm saying Southern California, baby. We out here doing our thing. You know, so yeah. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Woo woo. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And uh, I got I got an album coming out. So what's it called? Yeah. It's called uh, "Make Crack Great Again." Make, Make crack, crack Great, great again. again. I think I understand that. I mean, that's, that's a good. I fucking yeah. love that. All right, all right. Hey, and, this uh, man's a showman over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no and uh, you know they, they're, they're my they're basically my new artists. So right. I'm managing them. I'm gonna be behind the music, the production. Um, and you know, I, I plan on taking them as far as I could take them, which is to, to the top. You if know you guys saying? need help out there. 
You might want to reach out to any means. I mean, you take your time because I'm very selective in who there I do. There you go. Yeah, don't you know just run up go. on my man. And yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. <laughs> just bombard his IG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shut, thought, you know, do so any means where we find you at. Uh, you can find me everywhere, and it's A-N-N-I-M-E-A-N-Z. That's on every social media platform. That's on, you know, Tidal, Spotify, everything, YouTube. It's A-N-N-I-M-E-A-N-Z, and it's pronounced any means. Right on. Beautiful, Beautiful, man. Beautiful, right? man. Hey, I would like you guys to come back to the show. Absolutely. I'd like to have you on again, man. Let's check in, and Let's you guys have a place here to come. Yeah, and and use this platform as well, all right? Man, we really appreciate it, bro. Yeah, yeah. super appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. all right, all right. Ovando Bowen LLP. We wear braids to court. Oh, Let's I got a shout out. You guys wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, wait yeah, a yeah, minute, yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, Zeus, Instagram. Uh, hey, Zeus, Jesus. Instagram. Come on. Hey, Zeus. I hope you're listening because I want to just give a shout out to Aluna, Aluna up there in Washington. I want to send my best to you, thinking about you guys, and I'm sending all of my best up to you guys. Espinosa family, number one. Chuman? Okay, we wear braids to court, let the tomahawks fly, the best legal representation money can buy, and... Shot at movemental.media. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, right. Are you going yeah. through it's that water? Spe- He's going through yeah. that special change. Um, yeah, for all your podcasting needs. Also, www.hardluckshow.com. All that stuff. You've heard it all before. Uh, get on proto, there. Go proto get on there. coming soon. Proto episodes, Art of War, fucking uh, L.A. Crime uh, mixtape. Let's go. Um, Oscar and Alex, shout out to the Pico Youth Family Center. Vibes. Vibes, cookies. Burner, what's up? Esteban, shout Esteban out. Oreo. Soul Assassins and Mugs and everybody. And I want it again. And he means you and your crew, man. Wolf, Doughboy909, you know. Uh, the, oh, the whole IE and Cudahy, man, in the yes, house sir. today. Yeah. Thank you for oh, coming. Sh- Big Mike Pick. Shout out to all the Rocky. homies incarcerated, man. All, yeah. all the homies. Yeah, all of down. them, dog. You know, all the homies everywhere. Stay down. Prayers going out with you, everybody yes, that's sir. still inside. Shout out Burner, though. Shout out Burner. We're going to see you soon, man. You Big Burn. Hey, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's going to happen, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hasta la vista from the Hard Luck Show. Big, Big Mike. It's like a hard Fucking like reminds me of an uncle I had that drinks cutter sar, you know, one of the bourbon uncle. Hey, so anyway, so uh, they say if you flip, you flop.